0: Welcome everybody to a new and improved edition of World Report Media's Full Court Press here as we are not watching the U.S. Men's National Team game right now. But anyways, we got a good episode for you to, this morning on this Wednesday morning here as there's, there's, there is there's this big tournament happening, if in case you didn't know. There is there is a big tournament happening in the Metroplex as the TBC State Tournament is going happening and it will tip off tomorrow, tomorrow tomorrow afternoon and will continue on until Saturday. So again, if you are out and about in the Orth area, feel free to come out and see some basketball. If you are in dire need of basketball, this is this is a good event for you. We have. We have some pretty decent teams in here in the field. Here, as I count here, there are two divisions. Division 1 is a 6A through 4A and has 10 teams there. And Division 2 is a 3A through one as And that has nine teams. So, again, there's some, it's, it's some pretty good quality basketball in terms of the girls' divisions. Out at the TBC state tournament, and um, you will be you will be remiss if you did not happen to go, did not attend through this through the week the weekend. Um. So some teams got here through the state qualifying tournament path. Others were automatic. Um, Argyle was an automatic bid. Argyle was automatic bid. I believe China Spring was one too. I believe they were an automatic. As well, um, off the top of my head, Weatherford, I believe there were one. They were in Automatic, I believe. I assume. But most of the teams that are in, in this tournament got here via the state qualifying tournament's path. Like It's like a simple, it's like 7-on-7, seven seven, but basketball version of it. If that makes sense. So, nonetheless... Um, there's kind of a little spiel on that. Um, if you're not familiar with Texas, with the, the tech, TBC, a.k.a. Texas Basketball Championships, uh, you should. You should. Um, They are, I believe this is their third year happening. I believe it started in 2016 or 15, One of those two. But anyways, it's a good event to, for your team to get to gain more experience. If you have a young team, get to gain more experience. It's a good event have that happening or if you're just a team that really is trying to get a sec get have like for example if you have a second if you have a second stringers that really don't have a lot a lot of experience then they, this is also a good way to help you out to help to help out gain experience and let them let them play and um add depth to your squad as well but also this is a tool to See like you know if you're not not sure how your team's gonna fare this is a good tool to saying hey what's up for what's up for this girl because she she has she's been doing she's been putting in the hours and work during the summer and also she had a pretty good pretty good slot performance during the state tournament at n t b c so there is your there is there is your own um, benefits for that as well um yeah, it's this thing's only growing last year, it was kind of a little small. But again, it's reasonable. But yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's not as big as I think it should be. The boys' side is huge. It is a huge thing on the boys' side. But on the girls' side, it's kind of understandable. You have softball going on. You have people in the smaller in the smaller score ranks. You have players that are trying to prepare for volleyball, and you know that kind of hurts the numbers in in such sorts of ways but you know a lot of a lot of sqt's this season were kind of canceled because of lack of interest but and, and that kind of hurt it hurts for some players who are itch, itch, itching to get back on the court and try to try to put the hours in during the summer but it, it it's tough to, whether you have an, you live in an area where the nearest sqt is like 3 hours away <laughs> that's how it is sometimes and you just really itching to get on a court somewhere. Um, that's that's the that's when you gotta like, yeah, that's when you gotta like go to like probably A A U route then, travel ball routes, some sort of things that way. But anyways, like yeah, like that kind of is something that we that we wish would see is a lot of teams happening and for the girls side that will be that will be attending. Um, I think once this thing gets takes off, and it's gonna be a big. I mean, you, you're gonna you're gonna start looking like okay, well, AA, we're going we're gonna you're gonna see the absolute true colors of AAU people come out whenever this event takes off. I get I, I, that's my two cents, but that's another whole different podcast for itself. Anyways, nonetheless, um, we're here talking to TB to TBC state tournaments happening and. Happening in the it's it's a, it's a it's not a it's not a true location like it is seven on seven, but it's a grapevine, Colleyville area is the best way I could put the true location. Grapevine, Colleyville, and also they're using um, Eulish Trinity this year as well. This one, what I saw on the schedules. Um, so three schools, um. They have some middle schools out there as well. I know last year they use Cross Timbers as as a venue as well for the girls' side, as well. So again, you're gonna see lots of teams that are preparing up for 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 their upcoming season and gain experience. It also gives a good eye test, eye test to see what's gonna what be happening between between the teams this coming season. But anyways, nonetheless, so um, we'll kick things off. And division 1 pool 1 which includes by the way if you are but yeah before I get um, shameless plug if you are out and about um, feel free to come by and say hi we have if you want up-to-date notifications and live score like, like score by score of each game as it as it concludes The TBC TBC is doing is they have a turning machine app. So there's a turning machine app. You search for 2019 TBC Summer State Tournament in that app. Again, you do not have to create a membership. It's absolutely free at the App Store, Google Play Store, etc. You can go get that app through your phone. Um, again, search again search 2019 TBC Summer State Tournaments, and it's going to pull up with these divisions um select your division and then you can just follow teams your favorite teams from there t- to get score n- push notifications there for your teams as well so nonetheless yeah that that's a little plug for that there and also we're going to have scores up on our website reportmedia.com as well uh, probably we're going to probably do reviews of of each day um who impressed and who yeah who impressed and in which individuals trying to boast and kind of really um our takes in terms of teams that w- that will be happening across the state as well. We we'll also have photos up as well, in terms of each day's that will happen. Again, um, we probably won't take a picture. We probably won't take the picture of each team, but we wish we can. But if we don't, please don't get hurt. Um, we want we want to be we wanna we like to cover every single team in here, but we know we can't. If we would, we would love to duplicate ourselves the amount of times that our that games are happening during this weekend. So it's a good, it's a good, good way, good exposure to get something. But again, um, it's uh, it's tough to get taking pictures of the same of players as well. But anyways, nonetheless, as we're gonna go to group pool one of the TBC state tournaments. This is Division One, by the way. So th- this Division One includes 6A through 4A in terms of the groups, as we have Decatur, Salado, Glen Rose, Wichita Falls, Ryder up in here, and then Weatherford in all this group. As four games, we have five teams, five teams in a group, four games each, and as, as pool play will be, will be taking about a day and a half. Like, Thursday's the full group pool play day there. And we'll kind of be breaking it down in sorts after after the day concludes. And and in comparison to last year, it kind of, like, started. Like, the girls started, like, around 11 to 12. Like, there was one, like, Thursday was all straight girls. Nothing but girls games all day. And then the next day it was bracket play, and that's when the boys started as well. So, that's when it kind of really, the Mayhem was in full force on, I believe it was Friday. That's when it was. But, it's a different story this year. Um, more teams, which which includes more games. And, we love it when we have more teams and more games. So, Pool 1, again, uh, this is a Glen Rose team in which, you know, they kind of look okay. I mean, summer's been pretty solid. And, you know... And hopefully, um, the main thing you want to come out of this event is nobody gets injured. Nobody gets injured, and no, you don't have to fear fret like fret for the whole summer about this about about a girl getting injured and possibly being out for a lengthy amount of time, going into going into the preseason. That's the thing you don't want there. But Glenn Rose has been looks have been having a pretty solid summer. They got they qualified. <laughs> at the at the really, at the last state qualifying tournament in Lorena. I already thought that Lorena was gonna was gonna go out and punch a ticket, my honest opinion there. But Glenrose did did have a pretty good showing there. They w- they went three and zero in that in that in that state qualifying tournament. But Haley Ibarra is the key guard to look out for. She's I believe she'll be a senior this coming year, and she'll be she'll be the main player to keep an eye out for. In terms of the slated tiger team, for them to, to put them to the top of a group, there Decatur Decatur is no they have athleticism and playmaking and ability that can sure hurt you along the floor. You can just ask Glen Rose that question on him. It. It's 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 a uh, interesting it's interesting way. Um, just as you can see here, in terms of both pools, you have District Seven and Eight. District 7 and 8 4A are well represented. Decatur and Argyle are representing District 8. I believe, was, no, yeah, no, actually, that's right. Then Glenroe, stevenville representing 7 4A. And then, which players? here she representing 6 4A as well. So, pretty really good solid amount of some 4 in this tournament for sure. And then Salado. Salado, I think it's unknown. I don't think I think I want to say they have it down here last year. I'm not sure how I have to pull I have to look that up on how Salado did last year, but I think I think Salado will be an interesting team to look out for in this turn this tournament, it's, depending on what happens. I think they're a little bit down though. And then Wichita Falls Rider. They're young. They're young. Um again, we talked about it on the top of the show. You kind of look to gain more experience if you're gonna be a young team. And I think this Ryder team is doing exactly just that and gaining more experience in a district where you have your Abilene Wileys, you have your Alitos of the world, and then you have the Abilene Coopers and a Wichita Fall and Old High in that in that, in that district as well. So, again, the, key, uh, the main key for Ryder is to get more ex- game experience time and not only get their feet wet, but to try to get – Try to get um, try to get dubs. I mean, any kind of win in this situation will be as huge for for the Lady Raiders in terms, in terms of how they how they'll fare and tournament. And then Weatherford, Weatherford, there it wasn't their best year last year. Um, you can, you can ask Coach Sheermeyer about that. And it like, we weren't we weren't the best team there was, but and you're in a district with LD Bell, Abilene, and Central, Euless Trinity. All those, on all those guys, you're gonna have you're gonna have at it, game in and game out almost every single game night and for sure. So if I, predictions probably well, I'm probably won't make any predictions, but if I were I'd probably say Decatur comes out top of a pool one and then Glenn Rose, then Wichita Falls Rider and then it'll be I hope, it'll be a tie for Weatherford and Salido, in my opinion. But again, I don't know. I don't know much about Salado. It'd be a good. It'd be a good chance for me to get some eyes on Salado for this for this coming season, for sure. Moving on to Pool Two, we have Wichita Falls, Hershey, and Centennial, China Spring, Stephenville, and so this team that's just happened to win the state championships. Argyle, so <laughs> Argyle's automatic bid into into the TBC state tournaments. Uh, who else is there to say much about Argyle? What is there to say more? <laughs> Honestly, you could you could say all you want about Argyle, but as long as Braun McKinney, Sidney Standifer, and Car are playing on that court at the same time, look out. That's all I'm saying. So, you can, well, I'm not sure if Abby Williams is, I'm not sure if she's coming back or not. I think she graduated. I'm not sure. I think she could have been a junior. Nonetheless, um, Stephenville is under new leadership. They got a new coach that's blinking off the top of my head. Uh, Jason Hodges. Jason Hodges comes in from Middleton Heritage and now he takes over at Stephenville. It's basically a homecoming for him as he will have a good solid he'll probably have a little bit of good solid wealth inheriting for this coming season. I mean, the main thing about Stephen will probably be the defense. They were pretty good, solid defense. The press was killer last year. That was the main thing that helped them get to the TBC State title game last year was the press. I think it's going to be something like that, kind of the sort of the same way. The defense will probably be a big part of, of the success. And most importantly, Probably maybe, yeah. Probably you can look for new leadership and offensive production as well for the, for the honeybees. Then you have China Spring. China Spring kind of was they kind of they struggled last year during the summer, but again, you're you're here not to count wins win and losses, but you're there to count. You know, getting better is the main part of these summer games. Just getting better, getting more experience, and learning new things. in in a in coaches system. This gets going to be interesting, interesting test for them because you know, China Springs a regular at, in at, in this event, and you know you kind of want to really. I think for China Spring though, rebounding will be key. I mean they did have a pretty good size, and I think some of that size turns for Lady Cougars. And then as well, rebounding will be a main a main threat for them as well, but also offensive production will be a big part a big part for the Lady Cougars this season. Brothers in Centennial is a new addition to the C B C State Tournaments. They have a new I believe they have I'm not sure who they hired. I think they hired somebody already. But Coach Wooten departed from her post earlier in the year, and now she's gonna be she's she will be now I think but yeah, I'm about to see who they hired whenever they're at the T B C State Tournaments, but um, yeah. We haven't had a re- we did it we had not received a word on that new hire and the Wichita Falls here she If you're in Wichita Falls listening to this podcast right now, be on the lookout for here she. I think they're their sleeper in region in region one four A. And I think um but the the with the state tournaments you're gonna sit, you're gonna probably get some good eyes on them because get some yeah. But first off, if you're a fan listening and just trying to find some good games to go to, go to a Hershey game. Hershey it will be. They're gonna they're an upcoming team and I I've been hearing it and that the Rumbles of you know they got athletes and and they got some pretty good playmakers that can really shoot the ball and know how to handle it. I think keep an eye out for Hershey. Keep an eye out for them. I just there's a gut feeling in my mind they're gonna make a deep run this coming season, and I do think this might happen. This would be a good pedestal for he or she to make a statement. And it starts in the summer. It starts in every like the next the the next season will start all it starts in the summer, getting better and working hard. And I think for he or she, it's a good time to make a statement. In <laughs> my honest opinion. So if we were had to make predictions, Argyle will be on top. I would say which top Falls here. She, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say here she comes out in second in the second spot alongside Brose and Centennial, Stephenville and China Spring. It's a it's a coin flip for Brose for Centennial and Stephenville. That would be an interesting game to watch for sure. 'll be yeah for sure an interesting game to keep to keep up with then the end of coming games so we do have the schedule up on our website at reportmedia.com, and again feel free to check that out. we'll be having all sorts of content happening throughout the course of the of the tournaments as well between your between some key results in the TBC state tournaments as well as some breakdowns of what happened at a term, a day daily recap of sorts so moving on to division two as we get things going here as again um division two is consisted of three a's and one a's as we have nine teams in this and go to go to pool one pool one is the same same, pool one will have five teams this is the Kinda of like it doesn't end in Division One, where you had five teams in both ones. This is the five-team group, and it includes Lipan, Bowie, Ballinger, Holiday, and Maypearl. So I just want to say, Lipan is good. Is back. Lipan is back, and Coach Amber Branson has not going in a good direction. Nothing but up from here. Um, they're they keep looking wondering, you know why well, can I ever go back to the state tournament? It could be, could potentially be. You no, know, you always go through each program always goes through that phases of 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 a downward trend. And sometimes you just don't get any talent coming into the into the into the system. And you know, like that hurts that hurts the program. Yeah, it does kinda hurt in terms of success, but you know got you gotta, you gotta you get what you you get what you have in terms of sort of things, but you know, my pen, my pen is gonna be is gonna be a team to where it's gonna be starting to become a regular thing in terms of the playoffs back to where they were. But yeah. Give it time. Give it time. Be patient. And then Bowie. Bowie have a new coach under Joe Crab and you know. There's nothing more to see, but other than tradition, a rich tradition, rich program at the TBC state tournament. They were competitive with that with the with Nakona, N- N- and in terms of that district, that was a competitive district all year, all year last season, and I think it's gonna be the same way this year. Um, but I think people in Texoma will probably keep keeping an eye on that district there, and also um, Abilene, probably should really. Perhaps a pretty good showing in Grapevine as well. Ballinger also come from the Concho Valley and make their paint. I believe this is their yeah first ever appearance at the TBC State Tournament here. Um, as if you recall, Ballinger did have a solid run in the playoffs. I think it was I want to say area round. I believe it was area round or by district. One of those two. But you know, it's it's not accustomed to seeing Ballinger making, you know, not I'm not trying to knock them off, but you know, but you know, it started to become accustomed in Ballinger for playoffs. It really has, and this probably could be a good pedestal for them as well to give that extra push that they need to be competitive. And I think, first off, I already do think they're already competitive as it is. But, you know, to give them that extra push to the district crown probably will be a good pedestal here. But getting, yeah, first getting a head start in terms of other the the other teams is key. And it's, uh, it's, this will be a good, good, good tool for the Lady Cats for sure. And then as well. Also holiday is here and for the first time and for the first time ever as well. A lot of Texoma teams in this tournament. Just realized that. And so and so holidays not they're not bad. They're not they're not they're not your blue blood program that you always look for in terms of, of girls basketball. But you know, a good team that will that is is a scrappy team and, and really do try to do anything to get their job done. Um I'm 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 interested to see this holiday team and for sure in in terms of what will happen. I mean yeah again don't know much about holiday but you know kinda interested to see what will happen what, what how they'll fare in, in, in this in this tournament. And then Maypro Maypro was a late addition to this tournament. But again, they have some perhaps some good shooters and as well as um pretty good solid defense as well. And don't don't sleep on this Maypro team. It's gonna be it's they're gonna be a a tough out in, in their district. If you, if we were to project the pool, it'll be Lapan on top. I would say Ballinger. Ballinger, Maypearl, Bowie, and Holiday. I mean Bowie's not as once they were and um, with the district title here in year outs. But you know, they're getting there. They're getting back to what to they're getting back on the upward trend and also in a new system as well. But definitely um this pool's wide open too. Wide open from top to bottom. Anything can happen in this pool. But not to pool two. We have four teams in here. Brock, Nakona, Munster, and Ponder. All in this group. And let me tell you. Ooh we <laughs> Pretty good. This will be a fun group to keep up with. If you did not know, Munster... I believe Munster has won two SQTs this, this summer. I believe they won both. Two SQTs. Which is really fairly impressive. It, it just comes to show the competitiveness that Munster has, also, size, somehow, some way, Munster has some pretty, the size is always a quintessential thing for Munster, and, you know, I think Coach Chris Hightower has them going in a good way, and, and so that's a tough district for them to be in, I believe, eras, in the, I believe eras in that district as well, so, anyways, that's a pretty good, pretty good, tough district, and, You know, if other teams get their gets get it together in that district, it's going to be a brutal. It's going to be a brutal race for sure. But Brock, what is there to say much about Brock? Um, They had pretty. They, despite them being young last year, they went to the regional tournament. Kind of surprised by that. Um, little surprise. Yeah, that's a little surprise from last year. Yeah, you know, I believe they returned three starters for this coming season as well. So again of uh, the pants I'm not, I wonder if this has rosters. I'm not sure if I if they have rosters on here or not. It doesn't look like it, so I believe rosters will be up tomorrow, I wanna say. I wanna say tomorrow they wanna have they have rosters, but I know last year they did. That's, uh, it's okay. But you know, Brock's gonna be decent. They're gonna, they, ha- they know how to how to defend. They know how to. Yep, they know they'll play. They'll play the Brock brand of basketball, in terms of in terms of, of, of things there. Um, how about Nakona? Nakona's gonna be decent this year. I, uh, if you had not heard. Avery Klinghans for Nakona is a beast. She she kind of really emerged up on the scene at this time last year. It it kind of took her a little bit, I mean, at this it kind of took them a little bit, kind of slowly building and then by the time District Play started, bam. It goes like a immediate effect. It's kind of a cool thing to see there but you know coach Kyle Spitzer has has turned around in the Kona program and for sure it's 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 a they're gonna be there for a good while um keep an eye out for clean hans She's she's, a, she's a legit she's a she's a she's a baller if you did not know uh she could shoot the ball really well and she'll be the main signal caller for the, the Kona offense. T- during the time of the tournaments, the, uh, again um not all teams bring their star players. Like last year, um Sydney did not play. Christina Sandifer, for Argyle didn't didn't play. Then she only played one game, from what I understand. And then Rob played for the whole game. Brooklyn, I believe she played a little bit. Um again, just it's just the fear of injury. It's the main the main players. It's just the coaches don't want them, them, them playing a lot of I minutes mean, so that they won't get injured and um and overwork them too much, you know, that sort of thing. Because there will be key pieces for them going forward into the actual season. There, the Munster we we spoke of Munster. Um, they got some good size. I mean, I mean, and they actually they, they'll take it. will take it to you. That's the main thing. They're they're. A physical team that will take it to you inside the paints, and it will it will it'll be a battle in terms of uh, uh, the paints, the uh, inside the paints. There as I'm trying to pull up their key players, um, Kaylee Burgley. Again, um, don't know. I don't have a roster on on me, so I don't know who who's all going on in terms of the team. So again. If I am wrong, I I, I apologize in advance. Um, so Munster, in terms of key players, um, also another thing, um, they kind of bring back a little bit, quite a bit as well. Uh, Caitlin Hennigan, the the key player to know for Munster, the five nine, the, the but I believe five nine senior, and then Annie Anderleaf, the, the sophomore there. Um, we kind of heard her name a lot during the regular season, as she can shoot it as well, and she yeah you know, she can shoot it from outside, and as well as Kaylee Berkeley, the five six sophomore, as well. So there's your there's your little inside inside scoop from the Muster Lady Hornets, there. And then ponder. I was kind of surprised to see Ponder ranked number two in the preseason polls last year. Not going to (laughs) lie. It was a little bit of a surprise. I was like, oh, Ponder, number two. Now, now I think think they lose a little bit, not a whole lot. Um, Kyle Williams' elite is departing. Um, But Kelly Akins is a key player to know as well. The now five, I believe she's probably grown five. I would say 5'8", senior. And then Carly Ivy and Tate Wells, both of them, will be up-and-coming players as they now enter their sophomore season. Yeah, there's going to be a little bit younger Ponder squad coming into this team, but a lot of the offensive production has graduated for the Lady Lions. So if we were to predict this group, I would say Lacona comes in on top, then Brock, Munster, and Ponder. It's a tight group. It's a tight group. It's probably the toughest groups in, all, in both Division One and Division Two combined. Again, both of the, It's an interesting way. Um, yeah. Now breaking it down, every single poll here. I'm 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 ready to go on it. I'm ready to go to Grapevine already and, and watch these games here. So, again, um, we will have scores, scores on our, on our social media pages. Facebook.com forward slash door Report official and Twitter at, at the Report, Instagram door Report as well. We'll probably upload a lot of photos at the end of the day in terms of, the, of Instagram as well. Um, we did have a Snapchat, but not anymore. I think it took it down in terms of things there. So, again, in terms of games on Thursday, every single game on Thursday on the girl's side. We'll be at Colleyville Heritage High School. Again, Um, please come out and if you are, if you don't, if you are, if you are bored and it's summer, if you are bored, have nothing to do, come out to Colleyville Heritage. Watch some hoops. Guarantee it. You're not, it's a decision you're not going to regret. And definitely, um, you'll you get the head start on others in terms of how, of how each team looks. And again. It's not a hundred. Don't take. Sometimes you take the. You might, Sometimes people take the results. For granted. And buy some stock into it. Um, I would say this. Um, history. In terms of history. The way how it works. Um, whoever wins the TBC State, state Tournament. Kind of is an indicator of saying. Hey. Look out for this team. like They're going to be good. Um, Last year, Argyle won it. Look what Argyle did. They won a state title. In terms of 2016, Godly won it. Look what they did. They advanced to the state tournament. So again, it's a really good indicator of who could be really decent in having that magical run. But also um, a good indicator of who's going to be a solid team to look out for. But, again, I wouldn't as- underestimate Brock. They're going to be solid as usual. I wouldn't underestimate Bowie. I wouldn't underestimate Maypearl. I wouldn't underestimate Wichita Falls. Hirschi. I'm actually buying stock into Hirschi, And I also uh, probably also, also maybe um I will not be intrigued to see how Braves and Centennial does for sure. Um, also, some Thursday must see games and start going to Division Two. If you are looking for a must see game, Brock and Nakona at three o'clock at, at, at on at Colville Heritage at three o'clock. We have Must Run Brock then at six o'clock, and again, um, in terms of things, probably maybe Live and Holiday maybe, but Live Pan and Ballinger as well. So moving on, going into Division One, um, again action starts at three o'clock, and the Division Two, it'll be altering division between Division Two and Division One, and the key games to probably look out for in Division One would be Stephenville and Hershey at eight o'clock. That would be an interesting game. Let's screw looking around here. Maybe if you are a fan of it, probably if you are an interest, if you are a for a, if you are a syntax um, fan, Salado and Wichita Falls Rider to see how what will happen there between two teams that again unknown, an unknown part of it for sure. So in terms of things there. You can follow the TPC State Tournament through t- Turning Machine. Search 2019 TPC Summer State Tournaments, and then it's, yeah, everything's going on until Saturday, so again, you have plenty of time to to catch some some fun-filled action, it's fun-filled action across across the Grapevine, Ulysses, and in and, and there, so, so there is your TBC state tournament preview. It's a little tidbit of us saying that we're, we could potentially be back, but nonetheless here. So that will do it for us on Report Media's full court press and TBC state tournament preview edition. And again, maybe we might have a podcast for day one. I'm not totally sure, but. Yep. keep your eyes peeled on the website. We'll probably have some stuff happening there as well. So again, so we appreciate everybody tuning in. If, if you would like to, please give us a rate and review. We appreciate we appreciate the feedback. Um helps us help you when we strive to become better better podcasters in terms of report uh, at warport media. So that'll do it for us here. Again, Hope to see you guys in grapevine. We hope to see you at a court near you. I am Nick Alvarado, and we hope to see you guys in grapevine.